Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Jellico. Don't let your taste buds have all the fun. Feed your skin as well. Jellico is available exclusively at Style Story. Shop www.stylestory.com.au. Welcome to the Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Well, hello and welcome back to another year, another episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. We're up to episode 35 and this is the first episode to kick off a whole new year of K-Beauty. So I'm super excited to get started by talking to you guys about some of the brands that I think are going to be ones to keep your eye on in 2021. I want to run through the best K-Beauty skincare brands that I think are sort of coming up. Um, I know it can be really, really confusing to know where to allocate your beauty budget. And so I thought it might be a good chance to share some of the brands that I have been really impressed by and that I think are going to keep doing big things this year as well. Uh, But first, if we haven't already met, I'm going to do a little introduction. My name is Lauren Lee. I am a fluent Korean speaker and long-term resident of Seoul, South Korea. Uh, January is actually my fifth year anniversary of living in Seoul. So happy anniversary to me in Seoul. Um, I actually can't quite believe it's already been five years. So I came to Korea for the very first time, uh, well, it's actually 10 years ago now. And I never thought that I would end up back here, let alone living here and doing this for a living. So there you go. Just goes to show you. I remember the first time I got off the plane in Seoul in Korea, I just was like, oh my gosh, where have I come? It seems really, really foreign. And now to think that it's home, uh, let's just say that a lot can change in 10 years time. So 2021, I am super pumped to see what this year has in store for us. Um, I think we all know 2020 was not the year that many of us thought it would be. And I'm hoping that there are better things on the horizon for us in 2021. And of course, K-Beauty is going to be a big part of that for me. And I hope for you guys as well. So let's dive in and have a look at some of the brands that I have been really impressed with. And the first brand on my list is April B. So this is a brand that I actually met I'm thinking it was probably at K-Beauty Expo all the way back in 2018. So our Brisbane uh, manager from Style Story flew to Seoul, which she does every year for K-Beauty Expo with the exception of 2020 because Expo was not held um, in 2020. And this was one of the brands that we came across. And I remember when we met with them um, and with the the deponium, with um, the, the man who was behind the brand, we were just blown away. We were so impressed by how much thought that they had put into the brand. Everything from 
the way that they package the products. I remember they came up with the idea to color code the different um, lines that they had envisaged with the different skin types to make it easier for people to identify the, pro- the, the products that were going to be perfect for their skin type. Uh, and they put so much care into their formulas as well. So we knew as soon as we met the brand that we definitely wanted to stock it. Um, and it's just increased in popularity since then. I think we first released some of their products probably at the end of that year. Um, and then 2019, all the way through 2020. 2020 was a really big year for Apple B. They had a lot of very, very popular product releases. So I think some of the things that attracted me to them is that they were really focused on natural ingredients um, and quality control. And they were focusing on formulas that were backed by science with the idea that they would bring visible results that you could actually see. And they also wanted to create products that were for a whole range of different skin types, which uh, I think is always a really good thing to know that the brand caters for a lot of different uh, skin options. So one of their really popular releases in 2020 was their Centella Sika Repair Cream. Obviously, Sika is just everywhere in K-Beauty at the moment, and that was a really, really popular one. Another line that people were obsessed with was their glutathione line. Glutathione being one of these antioxidants that's perfect for a whole range of different skin types. So April B, they've had so many great releases. They finished the year last year with the release of a ceramide cream, a hairline, which um, Star Story hasn't done hair products for very many years. Um, Just because You know, hair is one of those categories that I think it's really hard for a brand to cut through and do something different that's not already being done in the local market. Um, And I think for Korean hair products, you know, especially given that hair products are quite heavy when you're talking about sending them overseas, it doesn't always make sense to send hair products a very long way. But April B has come up with a whole range of hair essences. They've got shampoos and conditioners and things like that, but the essences are what we were really impressed by. So they've launched those as well. So keep an eye out for APLB. Um, APLB is the Korean pronunciation for it, but the brand is spelled A-P-L-B. Um, I'm sure they, they literally have a product for pretty much everyone. So that is a definitely a brand to look out for. Now, another one that has been popular for a few years, but I just think keep coming out with some really quality products are B-Lab. So this is the brand behind I'm Sorry Just Cleansing. So B-Lab is short for bathroom laboratory Um, and what they launched the whole reason the brand is called I am sorry just cleansing is because they were just doing cleansing products so they wanted to focus on cleansing and they want to focus just on the products that you need that they think you need in your bathroom so uh, they use eco-cert approved ingredients which I know some people that's um, you know a priority for them and they have great products to do for the Korean two-step cleanse So a lot of people like to follow this, which is, you know, you do your oil cleanse first and follow up with your foam cleanser. And B-Lab just has a really great range of cleansing oils and foams and products that are really easy to incorporate into your skincare routine. And they're gentle enough for pretty much all skin types. So two of their products that have been so popular are their watery cleansing oil and then their natural cleansing foam. So They've also just released a whole range of new products, uh, pore 
a oil and then also a matcha um, cleansing foam as well. So they are doing big things. I'm seeing them talked about more and more. Um, and it's just a really solid brand. It's gaining traction as well in Korea. It's always been uh, popular in Korea, but I think the brand is just going to go from strength to strength. So keep an eye out for B-Lab and the I'm Sorry Just Cleansing line, uh, particularly if you're in the market for good quality cleansers that won't break the bank. Now, another brand, and this is the only makeup-specific brand that I'm going to include on the list, and that is a brand called Romand. Now, this brand has been gaining a lot of popularity both in Korea and overseas, and I have been blown away by the quality of everything that I've tried from this brand. They make lip products. Um, in particular, they have like a glossy gel lip tint that knock brands like YSL out of the water, in my opinion. The really high-end, um, bougie and pricier lip products, this brand has made products that are just so much more impressive to me. So I am just shocked, really, that all of the... Um, the formulations are great. The packaging that they have them in are just really, really, really functional. Um, and they haven't cheaped out on anything too, which I think is very impressive. And they're offering them at affordable prices. So they're very popular domestically here in Korea, but I think they seem to be really cutting through in the international market as well, which is quite rare for a K-beauty brand upon launching. The brand is not very old. So the fact that it has made such um, an impact, I think, both domestically and internationally at the same time is quite rare and the only other brand that I can think that sort of took off at the same time in Korea as it did overseas was maybe April Skin um, and that brand is a mainstay it's a really really popular brand in Korea maybe less so overseas now but I think that may be more to do with their marketing overseas maybe having slowed down but Romand if you are in the market for Korean makeup be that you know lip tints uh, primers um, their sunscreens work perfectly under makeup. I've been so impressed by the formulas for those. This is a brand to definitely keep an eye out for. They're just um, very high quality at a very, very affordable price. So the spelling for that is R-O-M-A-N-D, Romand. So I'm going to put links to all of these in today's show notes. Um, so if you would like to grab a copy of those and have a look through some of the brands and products that I'm mentioning in today's episode, Episode, all of the show notes will be available at www.thekoreanbeautyshow.com. So no need to, to write anything down um, because they will all be available online for you. Now, uh, another brand that was a runaway bestseller for us in 2020 on Style Story was Subi. So that their Perfect Pimple Patch was the best-selling product on our website for 2020. Uh, Subi actually means defense in Korean. So the idea is products that are a defense for your skin. So the pimple patches are a game changer for people that don't want to interrupt their treatment during the day. I know that that can be a big problem if you do suffer from acne, that you don't want to rip your pimple patch off necessarily the first thing the next morning, because sometimes 
eight hours, 12 hours is just not enough. If Particularly if the spot is a little bit bigger or a little bit deeper down, you want it to get all the gunk out before you pull it off. And some of the older school pimple patches are just really clunky and chunky. And if they don't fall off by themselves overnight, they're just not really the most aesthetic thing to wear out during the day the next morning. So I think that's why Perfect Pimple Patch has been such a hit on Style Story. Uh, it's also a favorite of the Body and Soul team in Australia. So they have reviewed it um, and given it their, their, their thumbs up, their top rating. So it's really great for pimples in hard to reach places like the side of your nose. Um, and they have a lot of great releases planned. So I think you'll be seeing more of them in 2021. And they are, of course, exclusive to Style Story in Australia as well. Now, another brand to finish up my list. Now, I've mentioned this brand a couple of times before on the podcast, and that is because I think they are totally underrated. And this is JJ Young by Calion Lab. So Calion is a very well-known brand, and that is the big sister brand of JJ Young. So Calion made a name for itself in the poor care sector, I guess you could say. So all of their products are focused on caring for the pores. So cleansing the pores, keeping them clean, making them look as small as they possibly can, um, and just treating generally impurities and things like that in the in the skin, as well as excess sebum, which is obviously a massive, um, I guess, uh, excess sebum and pore problems do tend to go hand in hand. So by treating oiliness in the skin, you can improve the, the look and the appearance of the pores is, is the idea behind the brand. So the reason I am I think JJ Young's products are so underrated is that they're using many of the similar technologies that the big sister brand uses, but they are so much cheaper. So they've got these great cleansing sticks, which the, the big sister brand does as well, but these ones are way more affordable. And then they've also got a whole range of pore masks, overnight sleeping masks and things like that, that are all designed with this kind of um, skin type in mind. So anyone that does tend towards the oilier side, people that get blackheads, congestion, sebaceous filaments and things like that, this brand is literally made for you. So the star ingredients that they're using are things like charcoal, volcanic ash and kaolin. So everything that's designed to sort of soak up the oils, unclog blackheads, remove impurities from the skin, and basically promote a shine-free complexion. So I have been really impressed by the brand. They're definitely growing in popularity, but I think they're one of those brands that's a little bit more of a uh, silent or, you know, um, not as talked about. I don't see them as hyped about. One of the big things that I will say in K-Beauty, especially if you spend a lot of time on forums and things like that, is the, the brands that tend to be hyped about are just the brands that have the biggest marketing budgets. Um, so, you know, there's one brand in particular that which I won't name, but they spend millions and millions of dollars on their marketing and they have videos and a YouTube channel and all this sort of stuff. And the brand is mentioned over and over and over and over again. And I don't think it's got anything to do necessarily with how good the products are. I've tried most of their products and they're fine. Um, but I think more than that, it's just that when you're putting that much money behind your marketing spend, it's only natural that people are going to see you, hear about you, that they're going to see bloggers and influencers receiving products from the brand, and then they go and talk about it and buy the products themselves. And so it's sort of like a self-perpetuating cycle. Um, and that's particularly the case when it comes to K-Beauty, 
in the overseas markets, obviously, because it's very filtered what actually makes it from Korea to overseas markets. And the brands that tend to do the best overseas do tend to be the brands that have spent the most on marketing their products overseas. So there are quite a lot of brands that are either unknown or unheard of in Korea itself or they made it big overseas first and then have sort of started spending a lot more money on their domestic marketing. So COSRX is a brand that comes to mind with that. So COSRX was an unknown brand when it launched in Korea, and they basically put all of their effort into marketing their products overseas. But once the brand took off, I guess they had more money to, you know, reinvest, and that's when they really started to push on their domestic marketing as well. But interestingly, the marketing that they do for the brand in Korea is based on the fact that COSRX is popular outside Korea. So it's like, hey guys, this product is really popular overseas, so you should try it too. Um, So I think that's a bit of a trend as well in K-beauty. I know uh, like there are big brands that people um, in Korea have just never heard of, really big brands that most people would know are Mizon, for example. Um, And you you can ask 10 Korean people on the the street if they've heard of the brand and they just, they haven't. Um, And the reason is because, you know, they've got a really big overseas marketing team. They were trying to market K-beauty internationally as opposed to the other way around. Now, there's nothing to say that that's that's good or bad or whatnot, but it does mean that there is always going to be a difference, I guess, between the brands that tend to make it big overseas. Um, You know, I think it usually has to do a correlation with their marketing budget and, you know, how much they can sort of filtrate into overseas markets. Um, Of course, also there are some differences in the preferences that people have for certain types of products. So there are some products that just translate better into uh, overseas audience as opposed to a domestic Korean audience. And then those brands, I guess it makes sense that they get big overseas first. Um, and then maybe when they expand their product line and they have more things that, you know, Koreans like to use, then they also get big in Korea. But I think it's always good to at least introduce you guys to some brands that I think are doing good things, but maybe don't necessarily have the same reach as some of the brands that have a bigger marketing budget than them, um, just to introduce you to some of the other brands that are out there. And then, of course, there's a whole heap of other brands that are, you know, um, I guess popular in, in Korea, but only in niche segments as well. So there are so many brands out there. Uh, it would literally take all day to go through all of them. So I've just picked out five that I think are, you know, obviously ones to look out for. Last but not least, I'm going to do a shameless plug for Jellyco because obviously this is the culmination of nearly 10 years of research, um, market um, research and data collection that I have done while I have been uh, working in the industry. So what we decided to do with Jellyco is rather than focus on a single ingredient or, you know, unnecessarily complicating skincare by creating multiple different lines with all different ingredients, we've tried to take it back to the basics and make really high quality products that can be enjoyed and used by everyone, no matter their skin type. So obviously, you know, there there are going to be slight variations. Some people may prefer one product to another, but that's what we've tried to do. We've worked, we've teamed up with Korea's best cosmetic chemists to come up with formulas. So we're using clinically proven ingredients 
as well as um, some of the newer, I guess, K-beauty ingredients that we just really wanted to use in our formulas that maybe aren't as popular in the Western world. Um, and obviously, I am a massive sucker for a beautiful texture. I really love my products to excite me and to be something that I look forward to using because I don't know about you guys, but I hate skincare being a chore. I think it's a really nice part of my daily routine. So I want to create something that I'm looking forward to using. You know, if I've got home after a really long day, it's super stressful. It's like my time to just decompress, relax, and just feel like I'm treating my skin. So we've tried to bring that through in the textures that, you know, they almost look good enough to eat. Uh, but they're just for your skin. It's like a tasty treat for your skin. So obviously our first product was the Bubble Tea Steam Cream, which is uh, a cream that combines anti-aging ingredients as well as a whole host of other skin-loving ingredients. It targets skin brightening. It's great for reducing the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, and it's perfect for hydrating the skin. It's like a moisture boost for the skin. Our second product is our Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask, and we have a matching um, little silicone face mask face mask brush to go along with that, which just makes applying your skincare products feel really like you're taking a moment out for you and just, you know, nurturing your skin. So that's what skincare is all about for me. Um, and I guess that's exactly what we wanted to do with Jelly Co. So we have plenty more releases planned for this year, which I am super excited to introduce you guys to. Basically, all of last year, uh, we were doing R&D for lots and lots of different products. Um, not all of them are going to see the light of day because that's just the way it is. But we have a couple of product releases that we are really super excited about. So please do keep an eye out for our new Jelly Co products this year as well. This has been a labor of love for me. Um, and it's been so much fun, I guess, to bring all of the the experience that I've had in the industry and work with some of the, the people that I've really, really wanted to work with on creating these formulas and creating these products um, and just, yeah, my own interpretation of what K-Beauty is and the things that I love about K-Beauty that I wanted to introduce and share with you guys. And so we have worked with local designers, we've worked with local packaging companies, um, and then obviously the labs and cosmetic chemists um, and all of the stability testing that we've done, we've done here on the ground in Korea. So it's 100% Korean. Um, and yeah, that's... Um, that is the final brand that I had on my list. So they are my picks for brands that I have been super impressed with, that I am excited also to see what they're going to do next. Um, I know there are so many brands out there and there are so many brands that are doing big things, but if I had to narrow it down, they're the ones that I want to see what's happening next because especially some of the bigger ones, I just feel like, yeah, I can kind of see where you're going with all of this. Like the releases are all along a certain a certain theme or a certain line or they just have so many products already. Sometimes the smaller brands that don't have as many products, it's more exciting to see what they're going to come out with next. But I would love to know what your picks are what the brand is that you're most excited to see, what they do in 2021, you know, you can come and find me on Instagram. I am at lauren.kbeauty, always up for a chat when it comes to Korean skincare. And then for more skincare advice, or if you are looking 
to meet a community of like-minded K-beauty lovers, I would love for you to come and join us on the Facebook group, which is K-beauty Down Under. So you can find that either on Style Stories Facebook page, which is stylestory.au, or just type in K-beauty Down Under into your search bar on Facebook and hopefully the group will pop up. Um, Yeah, so guys, I'm super excited to be kicking off 2021 with you guys a whole more year, another year of K-Beauty Finds um, and all things K-Beauty. If you have any episodes that you would like to request, now is an excellent time to do that. (laughs) Uh, I am always open to feedback as well. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss next week's episode. And also, if you haven't already, leave us a rating. That really helps other people decide whether they should listen um, to the show. And other than that, I will see you guys on Style Story. Bye.